You're listening to BNI, the Australian Story podcast, brought to you by BNI Australia, Australia's largest business referral organisation. For more information how your business can benefit from BNI and to find your local chapter, go to our website at bni.com.au. Now, here are your hosts, Veronica Lizamato and Brent Edwards. Hello, everybody, and welcome to BNI, the Australian story. And it's true. We didn't know how many episodes we were going to end with, and it doesn't look like we're ending at all, but this is episode number 40. My name is Veronica, and I'm here with our host and executive director in Melbourne South, Mr. Brent Edwards. Hi, Brent. Hi, Veronica. How are you today? Well, I'm really good, and it is episode 40. I mean, what happened? We started off and we had this little idea for a podcast that was going to be Australian style, and uh, so I don't know. Where, where do we end with all of this? Nice milestone. Um, at the moment at Christmas, we'll have a break and uh, we'll see how we go from there. So um, I think we're going to get the opportunity to uh, to continue on. Originally, we uh, we were down for 40 of these, but I believe it's going to be we're going to have the opportunity to be here a lot longer because it's uh, it's worked out to be something like, something people like, and uh, it's been great for us uh, in a BNI sense to hear stories from Australian members. I think uh, anyone who's listening and who has been a, a supporter of the show, and we're very grateful for that. Thank you. You can probably hear a more upbeat kind of vibe coming from us because we here in Victoria have been exposed to a little bit more freedom over the last couple of weeks. And even myself, I've started to get together with some of my BNI members that I haven't seen unless they've been on a computer for over five months. So how's it been for you, Brent, like catching up face to face with people? Yeah, it's fantastic. It's uh, it's a, it's a it's a little bit strange, but um, yeah, it's it's you know we're 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 not far back uh, from uh, from you know a little bit more normal now, which is uh, which is good, and hopefully our chapters in this part of the world can follow suit. We've got chapters who are back face to face in some areas, and some where they uh, where they won't be far behind, and some where they'll probably stay in line. So um, it's going to be it's going to be mixed uh, and. As we're actually now recording this, next week is our global convention, which is fully virtual. So that's going to be a real um, exciting time. BNI has just been all over this, haven't they? They've adapted every single step of the way. And I guess how we come back from that and how we change things moving forward um, really depend on the members because it works. Online has worked in many chapters. Yeah, for sure. And uh, as as you know, we... Uh, you're listening last week uh yeah you you have started an online chapter as well which is going to stay there which is which is great yeah we're very excited about that and once again very excited about our guest today would you like to introduce him yeah very happy to introduce colin potts from be nice spirit and he's part of the local business network which he takes up the category of business coach within there uh be nice spirit uh colin welcome where would we find be nice spirit when you do meet face to face what part of uh sydney oh thanks guys and thanks for having me on, on the podcast i'm a big sort of fan of what you guys do so it's um i was a bit chuffed actually to be invited along so that's really good um so be nice spirit we're um in liverpool which is in southwest sydney uh and we meet uh in a suburb of liverpool called cabramatta when we're face to face which is hopefully only be a few weeks away at the time of this recording anyway <laughs> Fantastic. And um, you're in Alison Eddard's area in that part of the world, and we've had Alison yeah, as, as a guest on the podcast actually a few weeks ago. So thank you, Alison, for recommending you and your uh, you and your story. So um, we ask all our guests how you found out about B&I, how and where, 
and uh, who recommended you? Yeah, so um, I started back in, in 2017 uh, and I didn't really know much about being honest. I just sort of started in business uh, and I was recommended by colleagues um, in my um, consulting network that I'm a part of. And they said, look, uh, the best way to build a network really fast is to to get involved in a network group. And they said, you know, which one do you recommend? And it was, it was B&I. Um, so I was I'd come back from a conference. I was at the uh, airport in New Zealand um, and I jumped online and registered online and flew in that night. And at seven o'clock the next morning, I was at B&I. <laughs> oh. That's dedication straight off the uh, straight off the internet. Off the plane, like, straight into it. Yep. meeting. That's painful. <laughs> now, I, um, and we uh, for our listeners here, we always get our our members to fill in some questions for us, uh, and the people coming on our show to uh, to end some questions. And um, in here, it says. Uh, you originally actually joined. Um, well, when you actually went to that first meeting, you you actually joined what. What was one of the things that made you join? Sorry, was that they were listing that they were looking for your profession in the membership committee report. Yeah, so they had, they had a drive for growth. Um, they'd done a, a survey and they said, "Look, these are all the categories that we want." And uh, part of the membership committee report was, "Hey, look, you know, here's our list." And they read it out, and I was, I think, number two or three on the list. And uh, I was looking for a group, and they were looking for me. And um, yeah, that was, that's a pretty good fit, I thought. So I went, "Hey, yes. yeah." Yeah. And this is a bit of a hidden element for, you know, chapters and membership committees because usually, you know, in in poor chapters, they go to the membership committee report and they'll say something like, oh, we need to bring more visitors. Well, that really doesn't, you know, it's too vague, it's not specific enough. But if you actually list some categories, it gets people thinking about that. And if you list a category of someone who's in the room, they start to feel, hey, you know, uh, feel that they feel important, they feel wanted, and uh, they think, well, you know, these guys are serious, they want to do business with me. So that can sway, you know, a, a visitor in the room, making them feel they're wanted to actually apply to your group. And, um, you know, it's like doing your weekly presentation. If it's not specific, people don't, you know, people don't think of anything. Uh, they say, well, invite more visitors. Yeah, sure. Um, but if you list those categories as such, people say, hang on, yeah, I do know someone who does that. I can actually, I never even thought to bring them along before. And it gets those uh, those thoughts actually flowing um, to, to bring those visitors. Plus, as we can see with Colin, it actually worked in, um, in getting him along to fill an application for the chapter. So, Colin, you joined um, B&I to build your network first. So, but um, what did you actually find after you went into the chapter, how that worked? Uh, yeah, so I um, I'd only, was only sort of fresh in, in the business, so I'd, I'd run other people's businesses for a long time, but uh, for mine, uh, especially locally based, um, apart from, you know, a few dads from soccer and you know, a few sort of mums and dads from school, that was the, the extent of my network. Um, so, so going into a room and seeing, you know, 20 people that were not only connected, but, um, you know, professional doing things in a, in a particular way that I liked, um, and then passing all that business around, um, it was like, you know, of course I need to be involved in this because it's just going to sort of help me grow a network uh, very quickly. Um, and it does as long as you sort of get involved. So that really helped me to, I, I guess, yeah, grow grow my connections in the community. Not in not so much just inside B and I, but also outside because obviously there's there's everyone in the room there has you know 20, 30 people that they know locally as well. Um, so it's just a really great way to accelerate um, yeah, your network locally. 
Yeah, and you've this is just the second chapter you've been in now. The first one probably wasn't a really good fit or didn't really work for you. Yeah, so the, the, the first one, which is the one that um that, that I was talking about originally, they were pretty good. Um, and yeah, circumstances happened, and that one sort of didn't go go to plan. Um, and then it probably worked out best for me because I had some commitments uh, in the morning as well that I couldn't commit to ongoing. Um, but then another opportunity came up in another chapter. Um, probably about six or seven months later um, and they invited me to a visitor day and um, yeah, the, the difference between the two chapters was, was yeah, vast. So there was like 70 people in the room. There was like, it was just, it was a, a crazy event. It was, it was, and I got sort of um, all swept up in that, I guess the moment. Um, and it really just, I thought, thought back to when I first sort of joined and thought, Hey, here's another chance for me to, you know, to, to go through this again and just sort of take this thing next level. Um, so yeah, that was, that was, that was I'd never experienced a visit day before that um, from the previous chapter, so it was um, it was really good to, to get involved in that and just seeing the, the different approach um, to BNI. So you like, got you got swept up in the in the energy and enthusiasm, <laughs> and and what we see, V, and this is a you know, and this is something you'd be really passionate about too. You get some chapters where they just where the president speaks in monotone goes through the agenda like this and ticks everything off. But if you've got energy and enthusiasm, people want to actually come, they want to follow it, they want to be a part of it. If it's boring and stayed, they go, geez, I'm wasting my time here. It's, and, and the education segment, when I'm and I visit a lot of chapters, and you're sitting there and they're just reading it off their phone. They've opened the phone for the first time during the meeting, and they're just reading it off. And I just think, you know, we're turning up to a meeting not just for us; we're turning up for everyone else. Don't get complacent. Turn up, have a bit of energy about you. Even if you just open the phone, have a bit of fun, put a smile on your face, look up every now and again, look down, just make it sound like you're actually awake at the meetings. Yeah, and I like to say, no matter what's happening in your life, and like. Everyone has ups and downs in their life. Leave it at the door because your attitude in a meeting and the way you present yourself and the way you actually treat other people, no matter what else is going on in your life, that's an advertisement and a reflection on your business as such. So it's like holding up a big billboard and if you're having a real negative day and and you're really negative in the meeting, that's like holding up a, a big billboard and saying, hey, don't deal with me, I'm really negative. But if you can shut all that out and uh, show vibrance, enthusiasm, enthusiasm's infectious. It you is. Know, people, people, people love enthusiasm. They'll follow enthusiasm and passion. And passion is something that really shines through. If you're passionate about what you do, you're enthusiastic, people are drawn to you. Yeah. If you're down the dumps, speaking in monotones, don't want to be there, you know, should, shouldn't have got out of bed that morning, well, People are not going to refer business to you either. (laughs) I I remember, Colin, from some training that we did, and one of the things I really remembered about you, Colin, is um, you were just all, when we spoke, it was always really um, uh, uplifting to talk with you when we had our little breakout rooms. You know, you'd come into the breakout rooms and you knew, like there were certain people that you just thought, oh, I'm going to go into those breakout rooms and I'm going to need to work really hard at this. But I got into a breakout room with you and I thought, this is great. This is something that's just going to be good fun and we're going to get a lot out of this experience. So I just, uh, I think it's great that we've touched on the fact that sometimes when you're in a chapter, it doesn't always need to be the right fit. You need to do the best you can at the system to make it work for you. But every now and again, you do need a change of audience. And sometimes going to an audience that's really um, energetic and excited about being there, not necessarily about you, 
because you're another member that's going to do great in the room. But being excited about being in the meeting is incredibly attractive. And, and chapters and, need to understand that. And you know yourself being a professional entertainer, Veronica. Like, you know, the more enthusiasm and vibe in the room, the, the better the experience is going to be, the better night's going to be, the better your band is going to actually be reviewed and, <laughs> and possibly be rebooked. <laughs> Back in the day when music used to be live, we used to have a band. <laughs> oh, it'll be back. It'll yeah. be back. Um, and that said, Colin, um, we were talking about education coordinator before. You jumped into that spot within a month of being in the yeah. chapter. But tell us a little bit about that. So um, it was, yeah, it, I, I just sort of edu- education as part of what I do. So it was it was a fairly easy sort of transition. But, um, yeah, one of the ways I thought that I could best, I guess, get involved because um, not having a network, it's, it's sort of hard to bring referrals to those kind of guys when you don't have a network at the time. So I thought I could sort of give my time instead. And um, it was about a month in that the education slot came up for, for grabs. And I said, well, hey, I'll, I'll sort of do that um, and sort of jumped in. And, um, yeah, and that, that sort of helped me sort of learn the BNI system as well so coming in sort of cold not knowing anything about it and then on the month in not only am I sort of presenting on stuff but I'm actually learning this stuff in the background as well so that um that really helped me I guess to understand you know that Bino was actually a good fit for me um and then also try to help the chapter to you know to, to move on with their goals as well so as a new member you just come in and embrace the education coordinator spot to to build that visibility and credibility for yourself yeah absolutely uh, showing that you knew what you were talking about and and in turn help that sort of lead to, to referrals. I, I just picked up on something you said, like being a, a person in a in a new uh, in a new business, coming from a corporate background like you did, and not really having a network, can, can be an, a struggle initially to to find referrals for the group. But you chose to give in a different way to share your experience and help those people so they could experience what you did. So then they could actually refer you on. So uh, maybe not getting referrals as such from people, they were getting that experience from you to help you build your reputation. Yeah, absolutely. So it's that that VCP, you know, the visibility, credibility and profitability. So come in, had no visibility at all. So I guess getting in front of people every week helped with the visibility and that sort of builds credibility over, credibility over time as well, assuming that you do a good job and I'm guessing I, I did all right. <laughs> well, that's it. And that's what it comes down to. And we've seen people before, like, uh, and especially it just shows how important that education spot is in the, in the chapter and, yeah, and you were right, V, before people reading it from their phones or, or not really getting the gist of what they're presenting uh, and just going through, it just doesn't work. It just doesn't look good. And I think in the yeah. end, like the, the whole idea, the hidden element behind the education spot is to, is to get a message to inspire the chapter to pick up in areas where they're probably lacking in working the BNI system to get a, a better ROI. And if that's not done well, um, you know, the whole chapter, like people will just turn you off. If people think you're not serious about it, you haven't got that credibility, they'll probably turn you off and and uh, the message won't get through and and you won't get as many sort of, um, you know, referrals. What do you think about that? I actually have a question um, for Colin in and around that, I think, uh, but I'm not quite sure how to articulate it, Colin, so maybe you can answer the question. I'm not sure how to ask. Okay, right. <laughs> <It's a challenge. laughs> You're the coach here. So I feel that the BNI system has a real synergy with how people have a system in their business. And I think people who come into BNI, if they're struggling with being kept accountable, 
there are, you'll often find, and I, I'm not a business coach, you have a lot more exposure to, to people in businesses than I do, but personally from my own experience and with members, if you're struggling with being accountable in B&I, there's probably areas in your own business that you're not looking at which you're, you're um, feeling like you're not understanding the, the importance of accountability in your own business, especially if you're working for yourself. So the question is, um, how, how beneficial is B&I as a system to someone in business? Yeah, well, it is, right? It's been around for what, 35 years or so. So it's obviously got processes and systems in place. Um, and for someone who, I guess, isn't used to that kind of structure, it can be a little bit confronting because there's lots of, lots of things to sort of work with. Um, but if you give time in the system and understand how it works or understand the systems and then see how the systems work, then I think that's really easy translatable to business as well. Um, and just sort of picking up back on something that, that Brent said before is that, and also what you mentioned is that um, I guess how you present in the meeting and, and as part of B&I, um, even if that's not how you operate in your business, um, that's that visibility part. So it's really important to, to make that effort to, to present well in the meeting and, and do all the right things because it's going to be hard for people to refer you if if they think, oh, if that's what he does in 60 seconds, I wonder what he does in his business. Even if it's not, that's what people, that's people's perception. Um, so taking yeah, the, those elements of how the, the system works and, and doing the right things, I think is yeah, it translates to business really well. So I don't know if that answered the question that you didn't ask, but there you go. There's an answer. <laughs> people's perception is their reality, V. You know, it's a, uh, if yeah. they perceive something, that's that's the reality then to you prove, prove, prove otherwise. And uh, you'll see people have conversation, they have a perception of someone, they'll be speaking to someone, they say, well, yeah, that's not really true, but they're just taking it from what they've seen. And until someone says to them, well, that, this person isn't really like that, uh, they did this, this and this for me, people start to turn and say, oh, okay, I, I maybe perceived them the wrong way. But until you reach that point, um, if they have a bad perception of you, they're probably not going to send you referrals. I just I love what Colin just said there too. It just really um, it just really a light went off in my head then because when I started in BNI and I became the president, I was like, there are so many things I'm going to change. I've got all these years' experience in front of an audience. I know how I can do this better. And now, you know, years on, I'm sitting here telling people follow the system, learn the system. <laughs> Don't judge the system until you've been in it for a while and understand why all those elements are part of the meeting. Learn the system, and I just funny as you said that. Then I just had a flashback to the person I was when I started in BNI, not knowing, and and coming into that transition of the leadership team, going, "Oh yeah, we can definitely do some things better here." But really, it's constantly changing and evolving, and being tested and measured. I mean, BNI, when you come into a system that's that established, you really need to give it time and accept that it's been done pretty well for thirty five years, and the success everyone's experiencing in it. Yeah, and it's good. Uh, you see, a, a lot of some new members that come in and have got that enthusiasm, which is really good. But if they can put that enthusiasm into like working the system, trying to change it, then um, yeah, well, what an outcome. <laughs> now, Colin, you're one of, as we heard earlier, you're one of one of our members who sort of quickly moved up through the ranks, uh, taking on a, um, a leadership team role, uh, secretary treasurer, became an ambassador, then a DC. Um, how did how did that come about, and uh, and how did it help you actually learn the dis different aspects of B and I a lot quicker? 
Yes, I think it was similar to just jumping into education role really quickly. It's just um, I'm a bit of a self, you know, development junkie. So, um, you know, learning in when Alison first asked me to to jump on as ambassador, it's like, oh, where am I going to find the time? And can I do that? And can I do a good job? And once I've got over that kind of stuff, then I thought, well, hey, this is a really good challenge. Uh, and sort of how can we do it? So, uh, and it was exactly the same as what I explained with with education is that by not knowing too much about the ambassador role, then I learned a little bit more about BNI, not so much in the cha um, chapter side, but then the behind the scenes things. Uh, and that also helps you be a better member in your chapter as well. Um, and then knowing the system allows you to then help the other people uh, that you're an ambassador for and then a director for, which is what part of the role is as well. So it's almost like a, a self-perpetuating um, thing, I guess, so that you learn the system better, which means you can help people better, which means they can become better members and sounds like a system, right? <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I love what you've really, um, and I'm really passionate about what you've, what you've put on your, uh, on your questionnaire here, um, remember the real power of BNI to sell through the member, not to them. And this is something I'm really passionate about, yep. and and I see it happen all the time. So, um, would you like to talk about that that mistake that a lot of members do make? Yeah, and it's um, hands up because it was me right at the start, and it's it's probably what a lot of people see, um, and especially with visitors. You see visitors come in um, and they come to the meeting because there's an opportunity to connect with, you know, 30, 40 other people, um, and if they're maybe not used to um, having access to, to speak to many people at once, again, it's like, oh, my God, there's 30 people and all of a sudden there's like $30 signs in front of faces that it's like, you know, how can I sort of generate business from this? Um, and and that's fine and you might get a, you might, you know, a, few, a little bit of business out of that sort of 20, 30 people in the room, but the real opportunity is to, um, the, the way I explain it to visitors, if you imagine a board table and there's chairs around it, um, instead of seeing like dollar signs there, just see a door there. So there's like 20 or 30 doors around a table. You open up the door, there's another 20 people and there's another 20 people. Um, and using uh, the members to understand what you do and then be it like a salesperson for you or, or connected to other people, um, um, that's like exponential and, and, and ever growing rather than just um, you're trying to sell to someone in the room and getting that shut down. Um, and it's, yeah, it's something that I see um, members, not, not new members so much, but yeah, visitors come in and they think, all right, I'm going to sell to people. Everyone's on my mailing list now. There's like 20 more people. Yes. Um, but they just, they totally missed an opportunity and actually shut down that opportunity by doing that. Um, and I was, I was listening to a podcast before I came in just to, to prep up and there was someone that's, um, I think it was one of the episodes before was saying that, um, that yeah, it's just, it's, it's just an opportunity missed. And it's, um, and, and when you're in BNI, you see that coming. So it's like, there's another person that sort of doesn't know the system. Um, but yeah, it's a really, it's a, it's a missed opportunity. So. Yeah. I think I've mentioned this before on the podcast and I've been lucky enough to speak at networking events. And one, the first thing I sort of start with when I'm talking about business networking, I say, oh, hands up, who's selling something today? Everyone puts their hands up. <laughs> so oh, keep your hands up if you're buying today. Everyone puts their hands down. <laughs> you know? So, you know, if, you get, if you're going there to sell and not build the relationship, and when you, when you build the relationship, the sales will come. But uh, no one's going to refer you without the relationship there. And, uh, you know, you may hear the odd story about, oh, yeah, I went to one I went to one event and it paid for my membership 20 times over. You know what? That's a fluke. That's what we call a fluke. And uh, that's just means someone was in the right place at the right time who needed you there and then and had no other option <laughs> yeah, at that point in time. So, you know, it's a, it's a fluky thing that um, that can happen. So 
Um, really, you've got to actually, yeah, I like what you say here. You've got to go slow to go fast. Yeah. 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 It feels counterintuitive, but um, yeah, but payoffs at, at the back end, I think. Yeah, absolutely. I really love it. Um, and, you know, you're opening up the door to all those referrals and, you know, the language around presentations as well that people actually talk about. Um, you know, I see a lot of people say, uh, they're focused on those people in the room. They use the language around you or your when they're when they're asking for referrals and they're targeting it at the members of the room. And you know, the human mind thinks instantly, I don't need what that person's offering there, there and then, and turns off the rest of the message. Yep. And but if you focus those presentations on on prospects outside the room, um, they they start thinking and thinking about, okay, who can I connect you with? But if you're selling to me and I don't need what you're selling right there and then, I'll just turn you off. And that's just that's just how the human brain works as such. So, um, you know, focusing on those members who can introduce you to the types of referrals you need is really key there. So, um, Colin, it's been great to have you on today. Um, any other tips uh, going forward that you'd like to share with our members? We always ask for a bit of a success tip at the end. I might have stolen some of your thunder already with that. <laughs> so, I think nah, so, so I think selling, definitely selling through people is is um is probably the, the I guess the biggest mistake I sort of see people make. Um, and I've heard um sort of guests say this on the podcast before, but I think it's just getting involved because it's uh, even just sort of talking today. I think that's probably one of the messages here is is get involved quickly. Um, and get involved because that helps you learn the system, which means you can use the system better, which means you can also help others to to learn the system that works. So there you go. While we've got you on here, just tell us a little bit um, about your uh, business and your website so people can contact you. Yeah, so um, so the Local Business Network um, is a, it's a group of 50 to, to 60 uh, coaches, consultants around Australia and New Zealand. Uh, my little patch of the world is, is MacArthur, which is in, in southwest Sydney. Um, and there's a, a few different things that we do for business. So um, one of the easiest ways, I guess, to, to find out what we do is we do uh, these things called business features where we just uh, do a little promotion for local business people in the area. Um, so the best way to do that is just, you know, follow us on, on Facebook or you know Twitter or we've got all the gadgets um, or head to um, tlbn.co and just find out who your local director is uh, in the area and you just reach out for a free promo um, and then that's a good way to understand sort of what we do as well uh, and yeah, get a bit of get a bit of a plug for your business at the same time. That's awesome thank you so much for um, being part of the podcast today and also supporting the podcast we really appreciate it. Yeah, it was fun. Thanks Colin. No worries thanks guys. Well, um, I have like a thousand things as usual spinning through my head at the moment, but I just, the word complacency just keeps popping up, popping up, popping up throughout this whole conversation. I'm hearing about hidden elements and every time I'm on the podcast with you, Brent, I, I think to myself, wow, that's some of the things that you just say are just years and years and years of BNI experience where you think you kind of got a handle on the meeting and then you'll say something and you'll go, yes, I remember that. But it's, And how often have I sat in a meeting and I've just been a bit complacent and not really taken notice of those little hidden elements that are in that meeting. And I just think today, if anyone's listening, plug into your next meeting because this is a great opportunity for you to learn more about the system and understand the hidden elements. Don't take any shortcuts and give every member and every visitor the opportunity to get the most out of that experience each week. You know what? What I've found through my journey in BNI, which is nearly 21 years, is there's a lot of bright, shiny objects that come up. 
And, uh, you know, it's, it's the latest thing and the latest bright, shiny object that we need that's going to make us successful. And a lot of the time you sit there and think, hang on, how did we do it way back, way back when we were actually really successful? And it goes back to those core things that just doing them really well. And, you know, there's always bright, shiny objects that get thrown up to, to distract us. And, okay, this is going to help us reach our goal faster but if we do well the, the basics and do the basics quite well and, and remember those hidden elements uh, of why we're here, yeah, that will help us reach our goals faster. And, you know, the basics sometimes get overlooked when the bright, shiny objects come about. Yeah, that's actually a really, really great point. I think um, just listening to Colin today too, it's just a real reminder to just get involved, take up positions when you can, and learn by doing, because there, there are BNI. I've noticed there are a lot of hidden kind of doors in BNI. There's, it's not like you're given a role and say, "Now this is every single point of that role that you're going to need to do." It is come in and test it and learn it as you're doing it. And I think that people get a bit kind of, um, you know, if you're someone who likes to control everything, like I do, and you want to know every little bit about what you're moving into, it can be a bit daunting. But once you're actually in there, like Colin said, he took on the ambassador role and he just made it work. And then that just led him into the DC role. And now, obviously, he's uh, inspiring everybody else in the chapter. Yeah, I've seen a lot of people take that leap of faith and uh, just throw themselves in the deep end and say, okay, if I'm going to do this, I'm going in, I'm going in 100%. Yeah. <laughs> and, yeah. uh, and, you know, you know what? It tends to work. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now, I, I know um, we've taken a long time today, but I've just got one question for you and I don't want you to answer it, okay? Sure. All right. Who's going to win, Biden or Trump? Don't answer it because <laughs> we don't know. I, I don't think know. anyone can answer it. And by the time you listen to this, it may not be uh, it may not be answered. But we we steer away from politics within our uh, BNI organisation. And know. as you can probably see from this week, there's a really good reason for that. <laughs> <laughs> if you're in America, we know that there's a lot going on over there at the moment, and we are watching uh, with anticipation from Australia. So, Brent, what's your tip for the week? Um, well, tip for the week is about um, we. A lot of our groups are, are going back um, face to face, and it's really important and to get those name badges out again. Oh, no, name badge. And you know the name badges. A lot of people forget about the hidden elements around the name badges, and the name badges are actually there for the visitors' benefit. Hey, can we just pause for a tick, Steve? We're just going to pause here. Okay, three. All right, Steve. All two. right, Steve. We, we're kicking off from the uh, tip of the week now. Um, I better tell him so he doesn't put all this to me. This is the outtake. Blooper reel. Okay. So my tip for this week is around wearing name badges. So um, especially with all the chapters going back face-to-face -face, uh, coming up, name badges are really important, and a lot of people just – yeah, you know, they think they're they're just a B and I thing. They're an American thing, that sort of thing. But if you look at their hidden elements of what they're about, they're for the visitors' benefit. Okay, and we find chapters that don't wear name badges are a bit more of a, a club and don't have many visitors. So, um, Veronica, when you're in open networking, when we are face to face, don't you find it easier to actually speak to someone if they've got a name badge on? I look for the name badge because I don't like I don't like addressing someone as "Hey you." 
<laughs> I look for the name badge and say, oh, hi, Brent, I'm Veronica. So for me, it's a huge part of um, that confidence to say hello. Yeah, so usually no name badges mean not many visitors. And uh, and what I like to think too is the easiest part of the BNI account- accountability system is putting on a name badge at the meeting, wouldn't you think? Well, so my question to you is: Should the um, should the uh, visitor hosts be keeping the name badges and giving them out to members before the meeting, or should the member be bringing it themselves? Well, I think the members should be bringing it themselves because if they go to another networking event, they've already got their BNI name badge on, which is a great way to get visitors to their chapter. Oh, I'd never thought about that. We're full of good ideas. You, you, seriously, that's a great tip this week. Wear your BNI badge to other networking. I'd never ever thought about that. Absolutely. So that brings up BNI in the conversation. So, what's BNI? You're a part of this, and you can, it opens up the conversation around BNI. Hey, why don't you come along as a guest? Love it. So, just before we finish today, Veronica, um, some sad news in the BNI world during the week. And uh, on behalf of uh, yourself and myself and everyone in our region, I'd just like to send our condolences to Dr. Ivan Meisner and their family. Um, unfortunately, uh, Ivan's wife, Beth, has recently passed away this week. Uh, Beth had been around for a very long time in BNI, firstly as a, uh, as a member and then, um, and then as a, a partner of our founder, Dr. Ivan Meisner, and um, a real um, crusader in starting business voices in the BNI Foundation. So, really sad news in BNI this week. Our condolences to all the Meisner family, and uh, just let them know we are thinking of them, and uh, we are hurting in Australia for them as well this week. Yeah, I think that's a lovely way for us to finish the podcast today on something very important and uh, she'll certainly be missed. And I, I actually didn't know much about Beth until I, I read up on a lot of in the last couple of weeks about what she brought to BNI and it was amazing. So, yeah. We yeah a lot of us got to meet, um, a lot of Australians got to meet Beth in 2010 when she travelled with Ivan doing a book tour. Yeah. Um, and those people who actually went to the uh, to BNI Global Convention as well. So, lovely lady and uh, really sad news this week. Yeah. Well, thank you very much, Brent, for, um, for finishing off on that. And all of our thoughts are with the Meisner family. Thank you, everybody, for tuning in to episode number 40 of BNI, The Australian Story. Thank you for your support, and we look forward to seeing you the same time next week.